Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. Plenty to talk about this week. The Champions League, the Premier League, the Europa League, the Championship League, one league, two league, all the leagues. And of course, we will look ahead to some of the weekend's games as well. I'm Roy Fallow and I am joined by a sunglasses wearing smug face. The smug face of a man whose favourite scam has came back around once again. It is, of course, Matthew Keelan. You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm good, Matthew. Uh, good. Uh, that's good. I'm pleased about that. Uh, oh, the scam is back. Yeah. Well, let's let's fill in the <laughs> listeners, of course. If any new listeners, what is the scam? First of all, well, the scam was that the coffee machine inside Asda um, never used to charge you correctly. You could get a large coffee for the price of you get basically a Chris's large coffee for the price of a. <laughs> <laughs> um, a regular one, um, so you know that was quite that was quite nice. But then it stopped working. But I think they just deactivated it because they were aware of the scam. They've obviously been listening to this. Is what happened. Well, you would think. Um, and then it's back, but they put the prices up on both of them. So like, okay. it still works in that you still get like more. Than you should, yeah. But now it just costs the same as what the old large, and I feel it's lost something. Yeah, I mean, a true con man would maybe say it's not what you're getting, ex- like in terms of value. It's the fact that you were getting something that you shouldn't be. I'm so still you, get, yeah, I'm still. Are you still not getting it? the high from that then? From or I, a bit, yeah. I mean, initially, initially, I was like, wow, like amazed, like I was probably like, amazed. That it was back, and like the fact that they haven't fixed it. But then, as the week got on, I was like, because I only went once, and then I went again today this morning. And I was like, oh, it just isn't, it just isn't the same. <laughs> like, it's quite deflating, really, because like oh. I waited a while for that to come back, and I mean, it's fair enough. <laughs> I well, guess. yeah, I guess <laughs> like, so. Well, I, I, I don't like to see you flat like this. Have you had anything that's been I, I, brightening your week? Anything more uplifting well, going on over been, the last seven days? Well, it's been kind of busy as well, to be honest. Oh, it's not uh, uh, Well, I'm going to go for some pints after this, so I guess okay. that can like, you know, that's good. cheer me up. Mate. You know, some football. Bought this yeah, top. well, some, some good football. Nice top as well. Yeah, we'll get on the football in a minute, of course. But Boring, you, you've been enjoying, obviously, um, delving into Concord. Well, yeah, this is what... Yeah. Um, so I've been I've been giving myself terrible dreams. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening to this podcast called Greatest Disasters. Um, What's and I've been that listening. About? Uh, it's all right. It's about like gardening and stuff. Like it's kind of. <laughs> um, but I, I've been listening to that, and then like, but I've been listening to it at like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, and uh, it was fine. I was listening to one about uh, funnily enough. 9-11 the other no day. Way. No, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like interesting, isn't it? And uh, yes. I was like, I listen to that. Then that one finished. And I woke up and I had a proper flap in the middle of the night. Mm. So I was reading about the, the, the Skywalk collapse in like this Hyatt Regency Hotel in, in Canada, I think. And I woke up and I was like, what the f- Like, what is, where? Like, <laughs> Uh, like they were on about like people's bodies being contorted into like these little spaces and I'm like fuck like 
no, I don't like this. And then I keep, <laughs> but I keep falling asleep to these, and I shouldn't do this. No. But I keep falling asleep to these, and then having dreams that I'm like in like these disasters, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. quite like exhilarating. Okay. Oh, so you're getting a, so there's a positive aspect. I'm getting used getting to it now. So okay. like, I'm going to sleep okay. thinking, God, I wonder what like terrible things going to happen to me in my sleep. <laughs> Jumping out of a plane, the parachute not working there. But well, yeah, like but then so I was on Congo's. And me dream the other day was a, a well-known former footballer. Um, yeah. In me dream, he gave me some football boots. And then I, I think, like, Congo crashed. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so, no. yeah. So, like, but, uh, so that sort of thing keeps happening. <laughs> Which is, but Congo is my new thing, generally. Yeah, Con- Congo great, to be fair, because just really expensive. But, yeah. Like, too expensive. It just, like, total ex- Unnecessary. Unnecessary, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I was tweeting about it, and someone said that, uh, because of Concord, uh, it enabled Phil Collins to play um, yes, live it twice in one day in uh, America and, and in London. Um, but I don't think that's a good thing, to be honest. I think that's something that kind of Concord has a lot of answer for, really. Yeah. Because yeah. I hate Phil Collins. Because oh, that, would you say hate? I don't like him at all. Oh, not, no. even some of the, not even some of the later Genesis stuff. I don't I like Genesis. I, I, can't, I can't dance to this tune. Like, come on. It's I all right. That, but it's I know that worth, you agree with that. Not worth Concord, is it? Like, yeah, but so then what like, is, really? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, going, I just think generally Concord is great. But then I looked at the interior and it just looks like a Logan Air flight. Yeah, he's yeah, got like yeah. rubbish like leather seats and like a really complicated cockpit, which I imagine most planes have. But yeah, then, I was going to say to us, they're all going to look quite complicated. <laughs> but then this one like flies really fast, like fifteen hundred miles an hour. You get America, like get New York in two hours and fifty minutes. Yeah, like there is something I don't like about that. <laughs> I just think that's. Oh, I think it's amazing. I it is amazing, that. but it's some part of it does freak us out a little bit. But then also, like it's like twelve grand, right, to do that, mm-hmm. and it's like you'd want to be on longer, wouldn't you? Really, you're paying yeah, that. yeah for that amount of time. Yeah, so it's like really you're getting really... like your you, you quail's eggs and that. Like, I guess the argument is you're getting more time in your destination. Really, wait, I know, but you're paying. I know, but like, yeah, I guess. But like, well, it's not wait, they haven't even been around with a trolley yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I best get two lately. <laughs> oh, if anyone's been on Concord, <laughs> get, on, get in touch. Like, have you got any I pictures saw it of once. yourself? Oh, did you? Yeah, I flew over London while I was there. Nice. Um, I think the last one flew in 2003, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Because Jeremy Clarkson famously punched Piers Morgan in the face on the last ever Concord. Oh, great. Oh, God. <laughs> What a yeah, what a what a fight where you just want both people to lose there. We <laughs> always want Piers Morgan to lose. Like yeah, less than two emails, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's Chris true. is Jeremy. Yeah, Chris is Jeremy indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what about Chris's? Uh, there's no real Chris's Chris. boxes. And uh, now nah, we're not going to talk about them. We'll, we'll talk about that that one maybe when it gets. I'm to not interested. In Although good, good result to be fair. Oh, I don't yeah. care against Roma but yeah we're, we're skirting over that one let's go to the Champions League um, Chris's no it's not Chris's man let's, let's stop talking about him this is, <laughs> this is we're, getting, we're, we're getting too inside with this um, Matthew Keelan's Man City actually yes my Man City a lovely 4-3 win against Real Madrid but it's weird isn't it coming off the back of this the whole narrative is even though that Man City have won the game and scored four goals against Real yeah. Madrid everyone's like 
Well, you've kind of fucked it there, though, because <laughs> everyone is expecting the comeback kings that are Real Madrid. And I think it's the fact that Man City had a lot of chances as well and could have put this to bed further. It feels like people are maybe writing the narrative before it's actually happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Man City are still quite good and they are in the driving seat and away goals don't count as well. So I'm yes. going to say I expect Man City to get through. I don't think it'll be easy, but I wouldn't be surprised if this second leg was just 1-0 to Man City, for example. Oh, well, I think they'd be quite happy with that. Like, they went to Athletic Go, didn't they? And I know Real are mm-hmm. arguably a better side than that. But, like, I think they are capable of doing that now. Like, whereas, I don't know, a few years ago, you look at City and go, mm, right, yeah. they're going to they're gonna have to play wide. They're going to shut it down if they want to. I think they'll be annoyed. They don't have it at least a two goal. Uh, well, Pep said as much as well, didn't he? He said they need yeah. to be more ruthless or something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Um, and like to, but like to score a fourth home to Real Madrid and going into the second leg, still like, oh, yeah. we're not sure. It's like wild, really. Yeah. I mean, it's all Benzema's fault, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's it. And it's, it's, it's the semi final of the Champions League. It's going to be hard. Like, oh, yeah. Even, well, yeah. Like, the fact is, you could score four against any of these teams. And yes, it still might not totally be done. But you're right about Benzema as well. Like the Penenka penalty and the finish <laughs> for his first finish for his first goal as well. It's just like, oh, it's so good. Absolutely beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah. He's, he's like, he's kind of been reborn, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, He's he's always been great, but like he kind of everyone's forgotten about him. I think. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, oh god, yeah, Benzema's still at Real Madrid. He must be thousands. God, he's really good, isn't he? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Like, and then like, <laughs> and then obviously the headers against Chelsea and like the yeah, the um, the goal in uh, did he get one in? Yeah, uh, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, the yeah, he scored there. against them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously the couple on on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah Tuesday. It was Tuesday. It was, yeah. Um, it's like God, like not that anyone wrote him off, but it's like how did we forget about him? Yeah, yeah. performance so well at, at yeah. such a high level, and I guess that's why Man City are worried as well because oh, oh, yeah. Benzema is at the minute as well. But Man City were looking good going forward themselves. Like Foden obviously had a, some near misses before he scored and he's in like playing really well. Obviously, oh, yeah, De Bruyne as well. Um, Mares was in, involved quite a bit as as well. So, and Bernardo as well. A lovely finish from Bernardo Silva, oh. actually. Can't believe I forgot to mention that. That was absolutely beautiful. So, does that... Surely, this real. I know Real Madrid are like justifiably so one of the most arrogant sets of fans and the media surrounding them and stuff like that. And, and you know, with some justification for that. And I feel like they will still probably be expecting to go through, but there is still a lot for them to worry about going into the second Oh, leg. God. I mean, yeah, like City, they can kind of play in any sort of environment as well. They won't yeah. get intimidated by it. No, uh, I don't think the Bernabeu is like, you know what I mean. It's not that sort of ground, like intimidating, like Atletico is. Like yeah. it's not like that. It's not as hostile, and it's not as. I mean, it's massive. Um, it's but more then again, hostile against their own players at times, isn't it? Yeah, well, well Barcelona yeah. can do as well, but that's like yeah. Well, they just hate them most of the time, <laughs> yeah, which, which like, I quite like. Yeah, quite yeah, yeah it's good. well, you haven't won six 0 so I'm just going <laughs> to boo you off. Right. I mean, standards. That's yeah. what it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Three 0 up. <laughs> no, no. 
Well, it looks like they're going to be meeting Liverpool. Uh, well, whoever gets through well, in that one, given that they're taking 2 0 lead to Villarreal. Not completely over. No. Um, it's still still a little bit of hope there. And, you know, Villarreal obviously soft by Munich in the in the previous round. Mm. So let's not write that one off completely. But some really just stupid opinions going around. Um, oh. Obviously, Jason Cundy was leading this, wasn't he? About how, how dare Villarreal try and do what they can to win the game as well. Like, right. ah, you're right. Like, just complete loser behaviour. Like, so like, like, what are how, how do they want to... Let's go to Liverpool and try and play them off the pitch. Yeah. Oh, we'll just get beat 9-0 because Jason Cundy wants us to have a go. Exactly. Like, no, they're still in it. Like, they are. They're still in the... Ta- you know what? It'd be quite funny wouldn't it? Because then all these loser pundits, like Jason Von Gun, like, well, that's it. Who's calling, them a, dis- calling yeah. them a disgrace? Like, are you having a laugh, Mace? Like, yeah. they, they're still in this and when they did, you know, they did have a couple of half chances in the, in the second half, um, it's not, an, it's not going to be a nice place for Liverpool to go. It's tiny, compact ground, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, but even if they'd lost five now, like calling them a, saying they were disgraced, so then Champions League saying, and then saying things like, "Oh, UEFA must be watching this, thinking this has got to the semi-final of the Champions League." Right. Well, well the big Bayern Munich, mate. Like you fucking loser. And if that thing is, I, I don't know what his opinion is about this. Maybe he was in full support of it for all I know. Because thankfully, I don't listen to much of what Jason Cundy has to say. No. But if that's your opinion, mate, then I'm sure you surely were all for the European Super League as well. Because oh, that was yeah. what that was for. That was so yeah. nobody like this got through, and it was a closed shop, and you had the same sides all the time making it absolutely yeah. boring so I hope he wasn't like complaining about that to get people to ring in like to talk sport to whatever loser show he's on at whatever time in the morning as well so <laughs> yeah like, from a graveyard shift as well exactly like. so it, you know don't complain about this and then complain about when an underdog gets to the last four like the, the it's one of the few things that still has a bit of purity around the Champions League because really <laughs> There is probably only about eight sides that can win it. So to have one side who got in through winning the Europa League last year in the last four's great. <laughs> and as you said, they're not out of it completely. Maybe they'll pull off a shot. I don't think they will, given how no, I don't either. <laughs> Liverpool are. But, you know, we've seen weirder things. Spurs got to the Champions God, League yeah. final not long ago. Like, uh, and they over- obviously, they had the dramatic way that they got through against Ajax. So you never know. You do never know. But... I'm not, I'm not going to hold my breath too much for that. Um, <laughs> both the Europa League semi-finals, though, are very much in the balance. Um, oh, yeah. The cafe owners of Seville breathe inside <laughs> of relief at the moment. Well, though, a small West exhale, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, ooh, right, let's not let's not <laughs> buy the, the steel uh, frame so the windows just <laughs> yes. yet. Let's not pay that deposit yet. Let's not hire the extra security yet. Because <laughs> Rangers lost 1-0 at Leipzig. Um, lovely goal. The winner for that. Yeah, it was. See it the, the, yeah, the, really good goal. A left-footed yeah. volley accompanied by uh, James Brown's I feel good. I thought it was scored by Mitty Gray in about 1998, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> very good. Very good. Virtually the same player, really. Pretty much, um, yeah, yeah. Angelino. Angelino, it? was it? Off of uh, Man City fame. Oh, really? Um, Good, good scene. He played, he played for Man City for a bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad result for Rangers, though, is it? Really? Yeah, like, you do that, you, I think. Yeah, and you, you know, you get them back with uh, Ibrox, and uh, I think we'll fancy themselves against them, to be honest. Yeah, it's a bit gutting for it to 
have came when it Lay, came. Later on, yeah. Um, but I'll be honest, I only watched the highlights. But it did seem seen like lighting apart from the goal. The scene from the highlights at Leipzig were the better side. Um, Tavernier blocked a shot. Not quite on the line. He was like next to the goalkeeper. But ah, the, right. keeper the keeper was beaten. Um, there was an open goal missed as well by <laughs> the Leipzig forward, whose name's escaped us now as well. So Rangers, there's one flashed across the box at one point. I can't remember who by it. might have been by um, Kent. Um, someone on Chris Green will correct us. I'm yeah, sure. Green is um, But yeah, the, a draw probably would would have been a brilliant result in the right, yeah, of the yeah. game for Rangers. So one 0 defeat, not the end of the world. And you know, no, like, no. To be fair, Ibrox we saw obviously in the Europa League this season. It will be packed out. The atmosphere will be really good. Um, so you got the early goal in the previous round that they needed against. Can't remember who the beat in the uh, last round. Red Star was it? Red Star. That's Red it. Star. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so yeah, I'm sure um, that's that one's still very much in the balance as it is for West Ham. Yeah, well. uh, hilariously though, going one nil down after a minute. I know, like, I'm sorry to any West Ham fans listening, like, but you know, you, you're doing really well at the minute. You've got all these good players, so if we're gonna laugh at you for a little bit, I'm sure you can take it. Because it's funny. It is funny. It is funny when you know the London Stadium has been really good atmosphere now, <laughs> which we've talked about on the pod is mental, considering like how yeah, shit it used to be. Absolutely, but then it's like, well, another European night at the London Stadium is going to be great. Oh, we're losing one nil already. Uh, <laughs> I am so sorry. All <laughs> the defending though, oh, wasn't it? it's just shocking. The first minute, off. like, come on. And then Everyone obviously stood the... still. Oh, no, no. oh wait, I thought you was. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come start again. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, sadly not. Sadly not. Um, but, uh, well, to get back into it though, didn't they? They did, and then at, at the end, did you see at the end about Bowen's? Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's really unlucky that he even hits the goalkeeper on his back and doesn't yeah. still doesn't go in. Um, but uh, you know like, that's not it's not over, is it? That nah. they can they, they can quite easily nick something there, take the extra time, take the penalties, whatever. Um, they did it against uh, Leon. Yeah, Leon. That's right. So yeah, well, exactly. You'd There's fancy one. them. Yeah, I still think, like you say, maybe maybe extra time for that one. Born so unlucky with that one. They hit the, oh, hit the post in the first half as well. Like it seemed again. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I didn't watch the the ninety minutes. I'm going off highlights and, and reading reports, but. It seemed like a fairly balanced game. They were even a bit unlucky for the winner as well. It was a decent save, but and yes. or maybe someone should have been there. I think it was Solchek wasn't tracking tracking his man, and he was just he just dropped him at the right place. He didn't even really have a shot. It looked like he was trying to control it, didn't he? He uh, kind of swept it over the line, sort of yeah, bounced off him a little bit. Um, but just why was just one of them goals? I think why they like oh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like very. Just like annoying that that's mm-hmm. happened yeah, for them, definitely. really. Um, but you, you know, they'll go there and they'll probably think, well, why not? Eh? We're going to probably yeah. have a, a good go at this and ruin Seville. And ruin Seville. <laughs> Just yeah. ruining the city, city of Seville. Uh, do you think the cafe owners of Seville would take, like, <laughs> at this point, it's like, right, only one of them is going to get through. Yeah. Or do you yeah. think they're gambling on none of them again? Again, <laughs> 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 we have to apologise for any rages on West Ham fans listening, how much we're stereotyping. But, you know, 
stereotypes and cliches are often you know yeah. not totally unfounded. <laughs> well, I just I don't know. Like I'm sure, like if you've got a little wine bar in Seville <laughs> in the main square, <laughs> you're just gonna be like watching <laughs> watching the results next week, singing, "Oh God." Like, oh, okay. like yeah. the both called like penalties or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like the city of Seville just erupts as Leipzig win on penalty. Like, oh, I think they'd take one, but I think they'd take West Ham. Yeah, and then yeah, because then you've got Leipzig in the other, and like Leipzig being the type of club they are. Yeah, aren't gonna have. I imagine someone. I'm sure will correct us if I'm wrong. I'm guessing they don't have the most aggressive sort no. of uh, stereotypical German fans like Frankfurt seem to have. As oh well. yeah, <laughs> you'd maybe t- you'd maybe like well, West Ham and Leipzig maybe balance each other out a little bit <laughs> yeah. in terms of yeah. this. Yeah, I think. Oh god, like, I'm like nervous for them. <laughs> Like thousands of miles, quite concerned, like, but, yeah. but like it's nice if it just people hoying oranges at each other, like on the yeah, street. Can that's you not? It. Hopefully, it's quite playful. Hopefully, that's the only thing that's getting thrown around. <laughs> oh, that's not an orange. <laughs> well, there'll be loads of oranges getting thrown about. No just get there, I suppose, don't they? All right, on that, let's go to a break. When we come back, we're going to look at more domestic matters, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast. Before we look through the four English divisions, we'd like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use the discount code BESTEVER10. That'll get you 10% off all of that lovely terrace wear. And there was also a spy today on the Instagram. There was a buy one, get one 50% off on Polo shirts. If you mm. use the code Polo Madness, um, that was only posted three hours ago at the time of recording. So I'm sure that is still available. Um, Neither was. Oh, it says build your FTT Polo collection this weekend. So yes, the weekend. Don't know if that includes Monday. Don't know if Big Boss Chris is including the bank holiday Ooh. within that. So maybe, so you know, well, buy them now to avoid, buy quickly to avoid. But you'll play time. If you miss exactly. out, if it doesn't include Monday and you miss out, that's your own fault. That's your own fault. Well, then you can still use this one called Best Ever 10 years. Well, off with that, you know. So what a, what a, what a terrible predicament to be in, eh? <laughs> um, you can also, um, also for the bank holiday weekend, if you need some cans in, maybe if on, on Sunday or Monday you're taking it a bit more easy, if you're having a bit of a recovery Monday but need a couple of menders. Why not get some Ooh. cans in from portbeerhouse.com? Use the discount code FTT5. That's to save you £5 when you spend £25 off or more. Or as we've been saying over the last few weeks, do go into the shop if you can and give them some support. Um, you mentioned that they've suffered. Got some draft on as well. Oh, do you know what they've got in? On I, can't remember. I can't remember. Um, which is, which is good, isn't it? But um, <laughs> no, it's now they're open on Sunday as well. So if, you, uh, yes. if you're having a Sunday session, go then go absolutely yeah. especially if you've got the draft on as well get a growlet filled up maybe get yourself some clothes um, go to coffee house as well because they suffered from the beginning <coughs> and they've had their coffee machine was actually broken as well so Ashley's bit lovely Ashley's been <laughs> through the ringer recently yeah. so go and give them a few quid over the bank holiday weekend if you can um, and it's a bank holiday weekend Matthew that is action packed that's why we're going to last through all four divisions um, we'll leave the Premier League till last let's, let's, no, let's go through the, let's go through the EFL first and start with the championship because we know Fulham are promoted Fulham are probably going to go up as champions I believe they can um, even confirm that 
this weekend. But what is more interesting is the battle for second place. Oh, it's fantastic, this. We've assumed all along it's going to be Bournemouth, and that's going to be really boring because Fulham and Bournemouth just going straight back up. <laughs> Saying this, I know Frank, I agree with you. Um, I don't want Bournemouth, I don't want Bournemouth to go up either. But it might not be Bournemouth, Matthew, because it might be Steve Cooper's and Nottingham Forest who have ascended from being bottom of the championship um, around the time he took over in massive relegation trouble, in loads of bother on and off the pitch. But this battle for second place is shaping up really nicely, not just because they've both got three games left, but because one of those three games, they play against each other. And as a neutral, you kind of do have to get behind Forrest, not just because, you know, the novelty of Forrest being back in the Premier League after so long, but the way that they've done it from struggling at the start of the season would be incredible, wouldn't it? Like, Cooper's doing an amazing job there. Oh, he's been amazing. Like, you... you um. You have to like. I've said before, I don't really like Forest, but I've. Uh, it's they were bottom of the league after what half a dozen games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing well. They had Chris Hutton at the start of the season, didn't they? And it was just it gone terribly under him, if I remember rightly. And it's like, well, he was binned, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, because Cuba, like the thing is with Cuba, like. He's not your most stylish of managers. No, 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 he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's very much like a unsung hero in the, in the in the football league world, really. So he did well at Swansea. He sort of balanced, like... Yeah, yeah. He sort of like, they were... Did he get them to playoffs? Did he? Yeah, they were in the playoff semi-finals. Was it last season? Did they get beat off? Did they get the final of Brentford? No, oh, did they get picked? Oh, oh, I'm struggling to remember now. Did they? Mm. I feel like we watched this together as well. Let's, let's yeah. take a look. Well, you we did, I'm just, yourself. No, I'll talk to myself. Um, but it's just remarkable. Like, they've just crept up, haven't they? And then they've been doing this like really, really quietly, but just winning every week. And no one's yeah. really noticed. And now they're first. <laughs> three points <laughs> behind Bond. They did get beat um, Brentford. I uh, get beat off Brentford. I'm telling you. Year. You were. You were correct. I should have backed you all the way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've Swansea probably regretting getting getting rid of him now. Obviously, I don't know the full story then. Maybe it was just fired at the time. Or maybe that's, you know, fairly young manager as well, Cooper. So maybe it was the... That does happen with young managers, doesn't it? They learn from these sort of things. But the running is quite interesting because... Obviously, Bournemouth are very much in the driving seat. They've, they've got three points on Nottingham Forest. They're on 79 to Forest, 76. This weekend, Forest hosts Swansea, who are banging mid-table, nothing mm. to play for. Whereas Bournemouth go to Blackburn, who are eighth. They are three points off sixth place. So they, but they still need, if they want to have a hope of, of keeping the playoff campaign alive, they need... Well, they don't need to draw. They need to win there, which could play into Bournemouth's hands. It could be an open game and Bournemouth might exploit that. But with Forrest having an easy fixture, it's possible wow. that they're going to go into that midweek game against each other, potentially level on points. And their goal difference, by the way, at the moment is identical. They're both on Oh, is it? 30. I was just going to ask what that was. So you've got like... And then they're going to that thing and, well, take a point from this. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's... It's mad. That the, and obviously Sky have just announced that they're showing that as well yeah, yeah and um, right. it's like I can't but like, like I'm, I'm I'm genuinely stunned really because like it was all like as you've said like 
Bournemouth and Bournemouth were miles clear. Yeah. Like, and I know they like stuttered a little bit, but like, yeah, I didn't realize to last five. I didn't realize to sort of what extent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He's sort of saying, he's like, oh, you presume won like the odd few in the meantime, but clearly they haven't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> well, let's let's say that Bournemouth, let's say that they draw with Blackburn. So that takes them to 80 points. Let's say Forrest do the business at home at Swansea and they got up 79. So mm. then there's a point in it. And then they mm. play each other. And I believe I'm right in saying that Bournemouth are the home side. Yes, it's at Bournemouth. Yes, yes. It, is a, it is a Bournemouth. So, Bournemouth would probably be okay with a point. Yeah. And given that they're a bit of a draw specialist at the minute, are we going to maybe say draw for that as well? So, it goes into the final day with Forrest a point behind, a oh. point behind Bournemouth still? Yeah. Because yeah. I think it'll ba- I'll back the draw in that, I think. Yeah. Because I, th- I think that'll be a draw. To, yeah. Because, say, Bournemouth. Man, if Bournemouth don't go behind Forest this weekend, then they're just going to not want to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So I think <clears throat> I do think Forest will just fall short ultimately. Well, that uh, would say, if if what we say is going to play out does happen, we go into a final day with Forest obviously needing Bournemouth to lose or draw, to lose, Forest, yeah, or for and Forest to win. Mm. Forest go away to Hull. Who well, aren't very good as well, and obviously yeah. play for, but on top of that, aren't very good in 18th place at the moment. And for Bournemouth, they're at home, but they're at home to Millwall, who by then no. may be completely out of the, of the playoff picture. Picture. They're currently three points behind. Oh, are they still in? Um, just about they're three points <coughs> behind sixth place Sheffield right. United so they need to win this weekend need some results to go their way so right. it's, there's a good chance that they'll be out of it completely but they're a decent side yeah, yeah. as well um, <coughs> Bournemouth um, being at home there as well rather than being away you'd expect so I think on the final I agree I think Forrest will just fall short because even if they can make up a little bit of difference in taking in that final day I could see them both maybe winning and then Bournemouth maybe getting over the line by a point. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think that's probably the the most likely scenario. But like then you Forrest going into the playoffs and you think, well, like we've won the last thousand games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but I do kind of hope that happens because I don't I don't like Forrest. <laughs> so. Yeah, but, but I don't really like Bournemouth either. No, I don't so like, like yeah. I do quite like Scott Parry. Although if I'm thinking about it from a Sunderland perspective and if I'm putting yeah. my very if I'm putting my positive hat on, which one would I rather go to next season? So who do I want to stay down? Bournemouth's quite even though it's far away, it's quite a good trip. Yeah, Forest it's not bad either. So it's a bit of a no lose situation. So you don't really care on that front. I don't really care, Matthew. You're correct. <laughs> um, what have we got for the playoffs? Um, Huddersfield, they're, they're, um, they've got a, a playoff place confirmed. They're actually not completely out of the automatic picture. Picture. No, they've played a game more than both Forest and Bournemouth. Just, just for a bit yeah. of complete. In case got any Huddersfield human fans listening, <laughs> yeah, um, way. <laughs> Luton Town are pretty much secure of a playoff place at the moment. But just remarkable. 
Yeah, I mean, we spoke about that a week or two ago. I didn't read that. It's it's brilliant that the, the job um, that Nathan Jones has done there. Um, they are pretty much certain of a playoff place, but like I say, they could put the rubber stamp on that this weekend. And then for sixth place, it could be the Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, Blackburn, or Blackburn's Mil- still there or thereabouts. Millwall. Yeah, Blackburn at eighth, Borough seventh, Borough won in midweek, didn't they? Which kept their whole oh, right. live. They're two, they're two points behind Sheffield United, so it's probably out of them too. Blackburn right. and Millwall need probably need too much of a swing for things to go their way. Um, but very exciting in the championship, as it always is. But the league in the EFL has probably you could argue been the most God. exciting this weekend. Um, well, this season rather is the league where nobody wants to get promoted. <laughs> as well, we know Matthew. It is oh, League One. God. We've got first place, second place, <coughs> playoff places, relegation places to be decided in Jeez. League One. Um, let's start with Wigan Athletic. Wigan Athletic with two 0 up away to Portsmouth in midweek. Um, I presume I didn't even. I was obviously checking the Sheffield Wednesday score as well as watching Sunderland's game against Rotherham because that had permutations for us. I saw Wigan with two 0 I was like, well, that's them up. That's them. Yeah. potentially wrapping up the league. And then I was informed <laughs> that they managed to blow us <laughs> with uh, Aidan O'Brien scoring a late winner for Portsmouth to win three two. So bizarrely. Wigan, now I don't think they will, but Wigan could actually drop out of the automatic place. Well, yeah, I was, imagine if they did. Like, <laughs> they've not won in five. And like, it's it's so dumb to like go 2 a up at halftime. And they were clearly trying to score more. Like, yeah. Like, and then they conceded two in two minutes. And then, the, I mean... The, the, so what needs to happen? There needs to, there's a six-goal swing that needs to take yes. place. Um, Milton Keynes and Rotherham both need to win. Yes. Um, and Milton Keynes then have to overturn the, the goal difference. Um, and Wigan go to Shrewsbury. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't see it. But, you know, if they do fall behind, Milton Keynes take the lead. <laughs> well, well, this is it, right? I, I can see... I, I, I think MK Dons will beat Plymouth at the weekend. And I think Plymouth are going to drop out of the playoffs, which is very harsh on Plymouth. The v- oh, yeah. to, well, on whoever doesn't finish in the playoffs in League One, to get 80-odd points and not finish in the playoffs is absolutely crazy. That's mad. <clears throat> but on Plymouth especially, on the two times I've seen them this season, I know um, in the away game recently, it was it was pretty even, nil-nil. It was quite a mm. cagey game. Both sides not want to give a lot away. When Sunderland played them at the Stadium of Light, it was a brilliant first 20 minutes, half an hour for yeah. Sunderland, where really should have been more than, than 2 0. But Plymouth battled back quite well and got the, the pull on back with about half an hour ago, pretty much ran out of steam. But they've played good stuff and they look like they might have even been at one point have a shout for Kyoto yeah. Max. But I do see MK Dons beating them and to go back to the goal difference swing. I can maybe see Wigan losing to Shrewsbury. I can see, yeah, I can see that, but I but can't, I can't see, them see them three now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But could we maybe see a four-five nil from MK Dons? Because <laughs> you know they, they they're not they're not well, bad going forward. Seventy-three goals in the league this season. That's only one <laughs> one less than Sheffield Wednesday. That's only five less than Sunderland. They they put quite a few away. To be fair to them, so uh, well, know, I guess if if, can... if they need to do it. Well, I guess they might as well go for it. Yeah. They, lose, they're guaranteed at really. least third. They've got so nothing like, to lose in this game. They might as well try and hammer them 
and risk getting beat, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. winning one nil is useless to them. Well, it's not, is it? Because Rotherham. Well, that's the thing. Like, because if they, if they, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so. let's well, let's get on to Rotherham versus Gilling because I think this is this is a tough one to call. I think because a draw could be all right for Gillingham here because obviously this has, um, if for people who aren't aren't aware, this has implications at the bottom of the league as well. Wimbledon. Um, who <laughs> kind of sealed their own fate with a great fuck away to Fleetwood last Sick week. Losing um, the players out. <laughs> I'm sure you've all seen this by now. That the goalkeeper uh, taking three yes. touches for a free kick. Wimbledon, the one nil up in uh, relegation six. Idiot minute as well. Away <laughs> to Fleetwood, he takes three touches for a free kick. Indirect free kick for Fleetwood. They and then complains about it as well. And then complains. And then manager very, complained in the press conference after as well. Like, what are you complaining for? <laughs> like, very, I'm I'm so sorry. Oh, the levels of I'm so sorry that must have gone on <laughs> in the way in, entering the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Wimbledon are, are, could still stay up. Um, there's only Doncaster and Crew who are officially relegated in League One, but a point could do it for Gillingham because um, Fleet Fleet would go away to Bolton. I think Bolton wouldn't mind. Rubbing Fleetwood's noses in it, especially because yeah, Fleetwood yeah. absolutely bodied Bolton. Yeah, they the got season. beat 6 0 or something, didn't they? Hammer. Um, 3 0, I think it was. Oh, was it? This season, yeah, Fleetwood. Um, so they want, you know, to give them a bit of a bloody nose, <laughs> meaning if Gillingham get a point, they leapfrog them. And unless, and then Wimbledon can't catch them, so they're safe. Good. It would mean, it would mean Morecambe can get beat off Sunderland as well. So everyone yeah, will be happy that be nice. day. <laughs> over, over in the over in the northwest. So could we see maybe? I can't see Gillingham ah. beating Rotherham for a start. I will say that. But no, you said it on another podcast you did with some other podcasters, and I <laughs> and I agree with it. You Rotherham's own goal against Sunderland and the way they reacted to going a goal down, the way yeah. their heads went, the fact that Sunderland could have nicked that kind of does show why Rotherham have wobbled like they are. And, you know, maybe, who knows, that, we've seen this before, moments like that can take the can take the wind out of team sales, couldn't they? Could this be a big opportunity well, for MK Dons to make that second place spot and a big opportunity for Gillingham to, to stay up as well? Well, I think it is in a way, because, like, you've got, I just, that, that own goal... It, it shows that you, you, rather than, like Gillingham don't even have to be very good. Yeah. Like they could be 1-0 down like we were and it only takes a nervous mix-up between a keeper bringing someone down for a penalty, throwing one in his own goal. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. The Rotherham, I think, maybe turn it up in that game after 20 minutes. Yeah. But we saw this happen with Wigan. Wigan were 2 0 against Portsmouth, <laughs> and we saw them blow that. So, are we really going to? I know Portsmouth are much, much better than Gillingham, and they're in brilliant form. We've said of Portsmouth, but would we really discount Rotherham <laughs> not wobbling against Gillingham in similar fashion? So, what are we saying then? Are we going to have to bet on this? Um, <clears throat> no, we'll save we'll save anything like that for Sunday. Oh, okay. Save that for the Premier League chat, actually. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to say Wigan to draw with Shrewsbury. Right, which is fine for them, I guess. Yeah, that's them on 90 points. That's them up. I definitely think MK Dons are going to beat Plymouth. But that Rotherham-Gillingham game, I'm really struggling with, I will admit. Uh, I, I, I don't want to play Rotherham. So I kind of I know we won't, but I just don't want Rotherham to be there. But, yeah. Despite what we're saying, like when they don't wobble, they are good. 
Anyway. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <clears throat> right, I'm going to say that my dons will go up. Yeah? Are we, what, so are them going to lose to Gillingham or are they going to draw to Gillingham? I think they'll draw yeah. heartachingly. Yeah, I think in a dramatic for Gillingham to stay up yeah. in that fashion as well. Pitches and just kill, and... like fights. Oh, like, oh yes, like... yes. This is the League One this season has been building up to this, actually. Fans it's throwing so flags chaotic. on the pitch, like telling the manager to fuck off. And, like... Temporary stand at Gillingham being oh, torn down. Shaking. Oh, fantastic stuff. I'm just yeah. unscrewing the temporary standard, Gillingham Dons. <laughs> I can de- yeah, I can definitely get on. My Dons will go. So then we're saying Rotherham, obviously, third. How mm-hmm. are we saying for Sheffield Wednesday? Are we saying Sunday they're going to beat Morgan, by the way? I can't remember what you well, said. Well, I said podcast. we I said we draw. <laughs> oh, you said you draw. Well, I think Sunday they're going to beat Morgan. I think it'll be a, a professional 2-0. Nothing, nothing, you know, very Alex <clears> Neal. <throat> nothing, nothing fancy. Just get, getting the job done. Yeah. You know, taking some players off to rest them ahead of themselves. So it'll be quite, quite an assured performance, I think. But Sheffield Wednesday against Portsmouth. Mm. I don't think Wednesday will lose, but I wouldn't but- discount... Portsmouth getting something there. I, I, no, could, I could say a one-one, perhaps, which will yeah. do. For, which will do for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, because they're they're fourth, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. so that yeah, I could, yeah, I could say that. And then obviously you've got Wickham at Burton. Yeah, um, which I think they'll just win. Quite they'll win that, there. I think. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Plymouth play my Dons. So you've got like, I mean, in theory we draw and it's all right. Um, but then we play rather. <laughs> well, no, that would be us. Well, that's well, that, that's the thing though, because you could have, let's say, a Wednesday draw. That would be them on eighty-three points. Let's say we win. That's us eighty-four points. So so far, mm. we've got Rotherham third, Sunderland fourth, mm. Wednesday um, either fifth or sixth. Because if Wickham won, they'd be on eighty-three points, level with Wednesday on our prediction. But the minute Wickham are only two goals behind. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. So you could have Wednesday versus Rotherham. Having one of them taken out isn't the end of the world, I don't think. I I agree playing Rotherham in the playoffs isn't ideal, but neither is playing Sheffield Wednesday. You can find a reason for playing playing all of them, really, in some way isn't ideal. No, no, of course. But I don't know. if, If you could offer us now... Wickham with the second leg at home. And yes, then... I think that will be key with that one. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I don't think, you'd, yeah, but... away then the second leg would be um, quite tough, I think, depending on what result you, you're taking there. You'd have or... to take three goals there, I think. Yeah, it, it would. Which we could well do, actually, well, you know, but this is getting a really sun of bitch. But yes, guess. yes, yes. So let's, um... but. Rotherham versus Wednesday, that would be that would be pretty tasty. If they oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very hypothetical, but nevertheless. Um, so this is where we all, every team just wins. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just like, oh, that, that's it. It could have just been really boring, but like, you know, hopefully not. I'm just being really boring. Entertaining for, for Sunday reasons. Um, and that I'm just providing mean... an anticlimactic end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and that means Fleetwood would go down with Chem. Um, I wouldn't be too disappointed about Oh, that. good. I don't like Quite... them. 
quite funny. Um, yeah, um, obviously, if, if our predictions come true. Um, I think that's enough League One chat for now. Let's go to League Two very quickly because Forest Green have been promoted as yep, an exit there. City, that's very nice. And quite a good battle going on for third place here. You've got Northampton on 76, Port Vale <laughs> on 75, Mansfield <laughs> on 75, <laughs> Bristol on 74, <laughs> and even an outside chance of Sutton United in seven wow. 73 points. So could be set up for the final day of that is obviously next weekend. So that's a, a one to look forward to. And oh. Alden got relegated as well out mm. of the football league, which um, obviously is horrendous how badly managed they've been supporting oh, yeah. protesting on the pitch getting the game delayed and having to be finished behind closed doors <laughs> good good on them for, for doing something and um, this is very yeah. serious but you know oh, it's been yeah. so terrible that it's, it's good to see the fans take a bit of action there i think no definitely i mean they said they're going to ban them though which is nice um and then obviously the oh, it was you no one really likes to see clubs being you know, happened to this. Uh, yeah, fans being treated like this because it's big shit. It's um, um, but fair play to them. They, you know, they they did something about it. Um, he, Gary Neville like smugly tweeting that he was still in the ground and like what that his loser Salford, who were partly to blame for things yeah, like yeah. this. Absolutely, of um, they've obviously beat them and relegated them, but. It's going to be tough for all of them now, isn't it? Because you don't that league. That conference is not a nice league. No, yeah. Well, we've seen it, haven't we? So Chesterfield is still Scunthorpe, in there. Yeah, Scunthorpe going down with them yeah. as well. Like That's... It's, it, it's, let's say, a league one in the way you get big There's one automatic well. promotion spot. You have to win the league. Yeah. It's, and then it's the playoffs are like, there's about seven games. Yeah. Oh, it's God. just mad how the playoffs work, but yeah, yeah. So all uh, very sincere. All the best humans to all the best humans and to and the Scunthorpe Sox. It's yeah, it's horrible what, what's happened there. Um, we'll round off with some Premier League chat now. We said we would save that for the end. We're going to do our usual looking at the title race and looking at the relegation battle. So we'll tie this into some predictions as well. Your early kickoff this weekend is Newcastle versus Liverpool. Um, mm. Not an easy game for Liverpool, given nah, Newcastle's home form recently, but very much the type of game, you know, these are the ones that win your titles coming through these. I could maybe see a scrappy 2-1 for something like that for, for Liverpool here, a, a 1-0 maybe. <sighs> yeah, I, they're going to be... A, it, it's clear, Obviously, they played Wednesday night as well. So you, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it is come around pretty quick. I wouldn't be surprised to see like a Rigi play in this. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh off air, coming off the bench in the middle. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Um, for his like one start a season, like yeah. you can you'd well see him playing this one. Uh, um, I think they'll beat them, but I think they'll give them a good game, Newcastle. Um, yeah. I think this will be Newcastle's like I know the goal away to Man City as well, but I think obviously that's very different. Obviously, like say, yeah. to home form. I think this is going to essentially be Newcastle's last game of the season. Like they've yeah. done everything they need to do. They're ninth at the minute, by the way. Which I know. Is mental on forty-three points. Um, so this is it for that. They don't have to worry about anything. I think after this game, they're well and truly on the beach. So I wouldn't be surprised if they took something. But even though Liverpool yeah. did play midweek, I think they are going to have enough still. I think they'll beat them. I think they'll. I think it could be. I think it could be like a three-one, but like. The last goal with the last kick of the game for Liverpool. Like that sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, keep us up or something. Um, yeah. But 
It's going to be tough. It's quite. It's, I'm, I'm annoyed that it's at half twelve because I wanted to watch that. Yeah, yeah. <clears> that would have been a good when, Sunday. Yeah, it does feel like more of a Sunday game, doesn't it? That is a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to learn much about the title race this weekend with that in mind. I think Man, Man City away to Leeds. Oh, is that where they are? Yeah, that's the five thirty game. Oh on well, Saturday. Know I know Leeds. Leeds, Leeds are in good form and three points for them. I know they're probably going to be safe anyway, and this is yeah. the game that'll define it for them. But you know they'll be they'll be well up for us, especially being at home yeah. as well. Late kickoff as well always gets like oh, a good atmosphere. Yeah. So be good to watch that. Yeah, it should be should be a decent enough game. But again, Man City are surely going to have. To, I know they'll have an eye on the Champions League as well. Still, with their game being a bit more in the balance than the Liverpool's, but they're not. Yeah, they're but not Ellen Road, are they? Nah, they'll win that city, and that could be like a. It's just a 2 now. The Leeds will have a goal, but I don't think they'll, they'll have it anywhere near enough. Grealish to... starting, a little bit of rotation. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you'd, you'd think that he'd want to take his chances up. So Definitely, definitely. Yeah, let's let's go with 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil Leeds for that. Um, at the other end, well, staying at the other end of the table, given we've mentioned Leeds, um, we could have actually Norwich's relegation confirmed this weekend if Burnley beat Watford, oh, right. that would mean, I believe if I've looked at this correctly, that uh, Norwich are mathematically down, and it would mean that Watford could only stay up on goal difference if Burnley beat them right. as well. Um, <laughs> Burnley, as we spoke about last week, being transformed since Dyche left. It's looking to be a good decision. And away to Watford, given their form at the minute, I know there was um, the wobble with the, the defeat against Norwich, which obviously saw the end of Sean Dyche, but yes, they've been good since. And they've only conceded one goal and they've had two wins in those three games. Given that it's Watford, I, I think I think they'll win here and put the pressure on Everton. Oh, yeah, massively. Uh, and then uh, I think they'll win reasonably comfortably. Because mm-hmm. um, they seem to be on a bit of a roll, as you've said. Um, oh God, it's, it's it! I can't believe Everton are in this. Like I still can't believe. <laughs> like every time I think about it, I'm like, no, like it's weird, but it's funny. <laughs> well, that's it. Like they, they do still have the game in hand, but if Burnley do win and Everton play Chelsea um, at Goodison Park on Sunday, so yeah, Everton so- are going to know what they have to do in this in this game as well. They'll have to. They would have to win to keep up the two-point gap, which they're going, going to want to do because of the game in hand as well. If Burnley win and Chelsea well, and Everton lose against Chelsea, sorry, the game in hand becomes an irrelevance at, at that point, really, because they would still need to make up the two points. Yeah, uh, it, uh, like I do think, like I think they'll be in the bottom. Well, they'll be clear of them um, by the end of this weekend. And it, I, I don't see Everton beating Chelsea. I don't. I know they Chelsea didn't win. Unpredictable, like well, they didn't win last night, but they played really well. Chelsea, to, like it in, yes. in patches, and should have won three or four nil. Really, yeah. Um, James playing really well. In yeah, this game as well. And yeah, you're playing. I mean, Everton's back four is just a shambles. <laughs> like it's appalling. Like Pickford's not in great for Like he's no. he's in one of them sort of moods, isn't he? Where like. It's all just gone wrong collectively at the same time forever. Um, they're going to get relegated. 
Joel, I was going to ask, do you want to say your prediction that you said, because well, we watched the Merseyside derby together last weekend and you gave a bold, boldish prediction. Do you want to, do you want to give that on what, is that, what, was that? Did I say that once they go into the bottom three, they won't come out of it? Is that, that was it? Saying? That was it? Yeah, I stand by that. So the bottom three, as far as you're concerned, is sealed. Um, that's it? I, I think if those results happen this weekend, then yeah, that's it. Because the evidence game in hand, like I said, just becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Burnley have the better running, as we know as well. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Well, even the last game, Newcastle, like. That's what I was going to say. They've got Newcastle on the final day, which now looks like the but kind Newcastle of game. But Newcastle hate Everton as well, so they'll just roll over. And... Oh, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. And well, as well, with if Burnley have that gap, it'll show just how significant that win over Everton was. Well, well. yeah. And yeah, with the games they've got coming up, as you say, against Newcastle, the way to Villa, way to Spurs will be tough. Obviously, they play Villa twice, don't they? They've got them at home. Yeah, that's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, right. like I just yeah, if, if those results pan out, it's gonna be weird, like you say, and Everton can mainly maybe keep a bit of drama going if they do win that game in hand, but it's just they'll be firmly in I can't believe it. It's wild. You never know though, Watford are well, radic- they we've, are wild. We've been wrong before. We have been wrong many times before. We have <laughs> indeed. Um, right, we're gonna get out of here now because this has been a, a very bumper episode, and our marker, yeah. Oh. So we're gonna get out of here. Um, we'll hopefully be back next weekend. There could be some spanners thrown in the works um due to um Sunderland playoff based scenarios oh, yeah. and and some work things for me as well. So apologies in advance if we're not back next week, but we'll try and do something. If we're not, but at least we're giving you an advance warning. This Aye, so dinner for fucking morning. Fucking grateful for that, exactly. But maybe over, maybe we still might be able to do something. So um, let's let's not say definite just yet, but enjoy all the dramatic football as we've outlined for you this weekend. This should be a brilliant weekend across the leagues, um, unless you're one of those relegation threatened teams yeah, or, sure. or Plymouth, as we've predicted, are going to drop out. Um, or Oldham. Moral, oh yeah, moral. well, their their bad weekend was last weekend. They, they, <laughs> I mean, this one's even, not going to be great. They've, but... they've, they've, they're slowly reaching the acceptance there. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. Brief, yeah. Um, hopefully, we have a good weekend um, over in Morecambe as well. But yes, we'll hopefully be back next week, if not the week after, as the season really ramps up as we get near, as we firmly get in to the business end. So all that's left to say is thank you very much, as always, for listening.